Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! All right, good morning, Southern Middle Tennessee. I don't think I'm on, Coach. Am I on? Okay. Uh, Southern Middle Tennessee, it's supposed to rain all day, but it doesn't look like rain out there right now. It looks a little gloomy, but it doesn't look rainy. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, uh, has gone to a meeting, won't be with us today. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. I got a message for you, Del, after you introduce our next uh, guest there. All right. We will we'll look forward to that. Uh, and joining us, uh, he's a school teacher from Mount Pleasant. So school's out this week. So Seth Campbell is back with us. He uh, writes a column in Main Street Murray each week. It's opposite of Ron Hart's. They usually appear side by side. Uh, Seth takes... Seth takes the the liberal point of view, uh, but he's always welcome here. And give Mr. York a little help. So good morning, Seth Campbell. Hey, good morning, everybody. Good to be here. We got you outnumbered. There you go. Well, they tur- just in <laughs> no, time, saw- the cavalry arrives, though. Clayton, <laughs> Clayton, Clayton. I saw the backup arrive. Yeah. Uh, Clayton, Clayton is uh, on the road, but he's he's got us on the road on his phone. How you doing, Clayton? I'm doing well, Dell. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Now, Mr. York. Let's see. Discrimination. Uh, if if all of a sudden all the uh, the houses, the, the roads and sidewalks and whatnot were fixed in the white neighborhoods but not in the black neighborhoods, you would term that as discrimination, right? It might be. Okay. Well, out in the state of Washington, uh, the, the United States Department of Interior, the Biden administration – has decided to unleash, restock is what they call it, grizzly bears, but they're only they're only turning them loose in Republican counties. Now, most of them grizzly, Republicans say, "Here, kitty, 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 don't." <laughs> grizzly, <laughs> grizzly bears, grizzly bears, Mister York, are not the brown bears and black bears we're familiar with. They're they're people eaters. They are dangerous oh, well, apex well, I, predators. Well, you don't know if they did that intentionally, Del. That's a stretch. You don't know what you don't know what the guidelines were for that. It's probably I, I, some game reserve near uh, that neighborhood they, because they like to live out in the wild. Yeah, Eastern Washington's more rural, more more Republican areas. I don't think they're releasing them in downtown Seattle to to scoop up the they're, uh, urbanites. Yeah, if you look at the map, uh, Eastern Washington is completely red. Only the populous areas next to the ocean, Seattle and whatnot, are blue. And the Cascades, uh, where they are releasing these grizzly bears, is square in the middle of Republican territory. No one lives out there. It's just grizzly bears and a couple people. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a few less now. <laughs> I've, I've been as far over as Spencer, Washington, and down in uh, Kirkland, Washington, Spokane, Washington. I've been all in those parts. And, uh, yeah, there's some wild, woolly areas over there. I don't think they did that intentionally, Del. It's a lot of reserves over in that area. The Biden administration is uh, 
eliminating yeah, your Biden enemies. administration is doing a good job. He got the, you just he, can't take it. He, he got the panda bears back from China. He, he went in a negotiation with their, their president, and he got us a contract yeah. where we can get some more panda bears, had a, too. Had a decent conversation, Seth, with the world leader. Yep, yep. Uh, diplomacy, right? Diplomacy. That I didn't mean, happen wasn't during no shouting Trump's and screaming presidency. and carrying on and embarrassing you, you know? Maturity is that, in the is that from the sa- is that from the scene the other day where he was picking his nose in front of everybody? Hey, you do it too, you Clayton. To? You just you just not present. No, not, 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 not on national TV and then point on the ground and tell the other leaders don't step on it. I mean, come on, <laughs> oh, man. Where you get these stories from, Clayton? Uh, it happened. It's not where it's not where I get them. It book. Hey, that happened. That is that the only thing? A re- is that the only thing? A re- is interested in is a booger coming out of Biden's nose. That doesn't interest me. Uh, I don't care if he did or he didn't. And write I write a story think, about it. How dumb is that? I will I don't say think there was a story. I don't think there was a story. I will say this. I'm glad that they're talking to each other. I mean, I think when Biden called uh, Ping a, a dictator, that wasn't wise. Uh, you know, and name calling that never helped people get along but um i'm glad they are talking to each other and i've said over and over and over first of all i don't see china as a big as a big evil uh they are our economic rivals on the world stage uh and that's just that's what it is you know you're number one you're going to have somebody else trying to be number one and uh so but they are a reality and in this century and beyond, we are going to have to, I mean, the reality is we've got to learn to get along together or it's going to be at the peril for each country. Uh, that coexists. Yeah, you have to govern through diplomacy. And that I think yeah. that's what we saw a lot of this week. I mean, we, we've got we got to face it. We got to coexist with China. And uh, uh, that's just that's reality. And uh, so I'm glad to see him talking. That's that's better than all this saber rattling and we're going to defend Taiwan and all that kind of crazy stuff. The demeanor that Biden went into that discussion with was outstanding. I mean, he had some objectives that he wanted to try to achieve, and I think he achieved them. Uh, although he did call call uh, Z a, a dictator, which he is a dictator, it's the truth. But uh, you may want to hold that kind of comment back. But <clears throat> overall, I think he, he got he gets an A-plus on his negotiations, his ambassadorship to the world and establishing uh, what what the United States stands for and, and realizing what China stands for. Yeah, I think you got a point, Mr. Short. I mean, just the brutal truth of it is, you know, China is going to have a world-class uh, air force uh, equal to or as capable as ours they pretty much do already a world-class navy pretty much equal to or better than ours and by some accounts i've heard they do already uh and uh they're gonna but more importantly they're gonna be an economic powerhouse they've this uh belts what is it belts and roads initiative i mean they're they're Mm -hmm. gonna they're they are going to have worldwide influence uh the chinese operate much more uh in their economic interests uh worldwide than we do they uh they don't go in trying to be the peacekeeper or uh bring the blessings of democracy to the world or the blessings of communism to the world uh they their their attitude pretty much is okay 
uh, how, how, how are we going to make some money out of this? And uh, I, I, I can't blame people think, for operating in their self-interest, but we got to learn to get along with it. Well, I think you made a good think, point about that, too. Wrong. Well, I think you're wrong about not the communists. They don't push communism per se, but their objective is to uh, take over in, in a communist way. You know, two steps forward or one step back approach. So they go light. But I think what Biden also wanted was to stop some of the friction in the South China Sea. When ships are out there, planes are out there in the South China Sea, China had a habit of coming real close or cutting off American ships. So I think they probably, I would think they discussed that in, in detail that, you know, the, it, the, the seaways are international. It's uh, If we are within 12 miles of their uh, land, then yeah, that's their property. But out in the middle of the ocean is international waters, and they shouldn't be doing those things to create conf- conflict. Well, I agree with York, but again, China and the United <laughs> States are going to have to come in. You know, the, we since the Second World War, we considered the South China Sea, you know, American territory, and and in effect, not in fact, but in effect, and uh, you know, now the the Chinese uh, Navy and the American Navy are going to have to uh, navigate those international waters. And each is going to have to recognize the right of the other to be there in international waters. You're absolutely right. And, and this is how you do it, though. You guys are both <laughs> highlighting a great point that, I mean, this is what, I mean, this, this is how you do it. You sit down and you talk with them. You take back, you know, you try to step back from the friction about Taiwan and the South China Sea. And you, you govern through this diplomacy with, with mature leaders. I mean, in like you said, Mr. York, I mean, I agree with you. He is a dictator um wasn't the proper time to say that i mean even though i think he's a dictator but this is how you get things done as you talk with you know you invite world leaders over here you talk with them and you you negotiate on these things you get a better understanding and you try to build that relationship and i think that's yeah. that, that that's what we need to see right now and that's why for a lot of us that's why we supported biden because we thought that he would excel at that and he has because he's been doing it for years and years that that experience really showed when he met with Xi and, and other leaders across the world. He has a diplomatic uh, advantage over just just about any president that I've seen recently. Well, I'm not going to take the bait. I mean, <laughs> just because a blind hog can find an acre, the Biden administration's international blunders. You know. Well, what do you think about his leadership at the Israel-Hamas-Palestinian? Um, Don't you think he's navigated those waters decently? I mean, it's a tough situation. I, th- I think he's done a good job. I try to look at everything. You know, you guys will scoff. I try to look at things as independently as I can, but I thought he's done a pretty good job of of, of saying what needs to be said. You know, I was looking at that, you know, they're, they're doing a lot of saber rattling because uh, we've had bases in Syria and Iraq being attacked, I guess, by the Lebanese in, in connection with all that's going on over there, uh, probably by Hezbollah. But you know the the reason that uh, bases in Syria and Iraq are getting attacked is because they're there. <laughs> if they weren't there, they wouldn't be getting attacked. Now, why do we need bases in Syria and Iraq? You know, we don't. Uh, so, no, I, I give him a, an F on and and I, I see and and in Ukraine in particular, there's an, an irrational devotion to that country that defies any. Uh, 
con- any conceivable American interest, and uh, that's I just don't. So, uh, that, that's that's where I give him the F minus well, is uh, for con- continuing to throw American money and and probably you know behind the scenes American. I, I don't um, think right now is the time he's going to pull out of you know uproot bases located in strategic locations when well, we have I, all hell breaking loose in the Middle East. Well, I'm, I'm really just sort of amused because the Democratic Party is now having to do a tap dance. They They've brought in a, a source of pr- perhaps their own demise. They, I remember when the immigration people started when I was in the U.S. Attorney's office and working with uh, the Department of Homeland Security, the immigration folks all the time. Among other, I worked with all federal agencies, but they started telling me, you know, Obama's flying them in from Somalia. Well, sure enough, enough got flown in from Somalia to to populate these districts where Ilhan Omar, well, Ilhan Omar herself got, I mean, uh, flown in from Somalia. And and this Rashida Tlaib and all these. Well, there are enough Muslims now in Michigan that their their vote could, or if they, if they don't vote, uh, in a presidential election, the, the Muslim population of Michigan could decide whether Michigan goes blue or red in the next presidential election. And so the Biden administration is just their heads spinning on a pivot. They're so panicked. They oh, don't right. know which way to jump. And oh, frankly, I, I, I disagree with that. I see it's funny. He's been having coming here, immigrating here like so many other ethnic groups and becoming a citizen and enjoying the, the, the livelihood of participating in the process. What's wrong with that, Del? If they apply for citizenship, I don't I, hear you. I don't hear you complain about Ukrainians that are coming over here, I, or any of the Afghanistan people that came over here, I don't or any people from Iraq that came over here. You I don't, don't hear you complain about them. When we're when they can't, they don't have but two goats. They can't buy, buy a plane ticket. Oh, they've we're, been in Michigan for decades and decades. Man, people grew up in Michigan. Yeah, you, you're I, way behind. Man, Dearborn time, has been. You don't know what's going on. Dear, Dearborn's been predominantly Arab Muslim Omar, for years I, and years and years. You know, these people, What Clayton looked up, the, I mean, they, they're lucky if they've got a goat, and, and Democrats are buying them plane tickets, flying them in here. Oh, that's, that's and, fiction. No, it's that's, not. That's, I, I, that's I witnessed it myself. No, that's, 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 that's racist, really, what it is. Have you seen the... Oh, good gosh. Yeah, that, that's, I mean, that, that's not that means about, nothing they don't, to me, Mr. Young. Everything's racist. That means absolutely nothing to me. I'm so tired of that. It's lost its meaning. Everything's racist. Everything's racist. Be back in a minute. They are Americans, and they are serving the American dream. Motor Sales is our area's premier GMC dealership. Their lot at 919 Nashville Highway has an impressive selection of GMC vehicles, trucks from the light-duty GMC Canyon to the Sierra 3500 Heavy Duty, and everything in between. GMC's SUVs are impressive with the Terrain, Acadia, and Yukon. Want luxury? Ask about Denali upgrades. Go to ParksMotorSales.com for information and see their awesome offers and services. Parks Motor Sales, GMC. We are professional. Grade. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. 
You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Attention, Middle Tennessee. Ready to unlock the secret to faster, easier weight loss? Introducing the revolutionary weight loss injection that's changing lives. Now with the Dr. Gill Center. Shedding those extra pounds has never been simpler. It's quick, it's effective, and it's here to help you. Imagine stepping into a slimmer, healthier you. Our experienced team is here to guide you every step of the way, ensuring you achieve your weight loss goal. The Dr. Gill Center is looking for 10 people who have more than 15 pounds to lose in the next 30 days. Call 615-882-4838 today and start your journey to a new you. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shurex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trotwood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. 
Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Monday edition. Uh, yeah, the forecast was ninety percent chance of rain, and the sun is shining out there. So, go figure. <laughs> the only way you're gonna know the weather is to look out the window today. <laughs> there we go. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Are you still out there driving around? Yes, sir. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. You're not driving the bus this morning. You're on the way to a meeting somewhere, right? Yes, sir. Heading up to Hermitage. There we go. Have a big time. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody out there. What a wonderful week to start off Thanksgiving, huh? It is a Thanksgiving week. You're right. And like I said, the only way you're going to know the weather, I think. I heard the forecast on the way in, 90% chance of rain today, 100% tonight. Right now, the sun is shining outside of our studios right here in downtown Columbia. So That normally happens before rain, doesn't it, Del? Well, maybe so. I don't know. Is this a Democrat or Republican thing? I don't know. You have a good day, and then you have a bad day. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, special guest, uh glad to have him he's out of school so he's 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 got he's got the time to come join us and we welcome uh seth campbell how you doing man how you doing good happy to be here uh happy birthday to joe biden today too he's uh, i just noticed it was his birthday on my phone between breaks All happy right. birthday super joe super joe oh lord y'all you want to sing him happy birthday Dell? Uh, happy birthday, dear Joe. You know, happy I mean, I don't have any real animosity toward Happy birthday, Mr. President. Happy birthday to you. I'm, I'm, that was good. You know, while I, I'll, you know, I'll take the bait, y'all, because you're just going to have to, you know, I mean, I don't really want to get into a debate about it, though. I don't think it's worthwhile, but... Um, you know, I, while I I agree with you guys that it was really good to have uh, Biden and what's his name, Ping, Eugene Ping, yeah, something. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it. Xi Jinping, Xi Jinping, Xi Jinping. You know, I've I've you know I've been like a broken record on this. That we've got to accept China's uh, position in the world. They've got the uh, first of all, they've got three times the number of people we do. Uh, they are, they've got technology and manufacturing capabilities equal to or better than our own. Uh, they're, they're going to be our equals in the world for the next century. And we just better get used to it. And the, the way to manage that is for, uh, China, the leaders of China and the United States to meet and to figure out how, you know, how, how, how we peace, peacefully coexist in this world. Cause that's they may much not better. be better than us, Delt, but they are fierce competitors, and we have to realize that their fierceness is part of their makeup. You know, they they are totally different. You know, 
I know enough about them to know that we don't understand them and how they think. They uh, they have a totally different outlook, worldview. Uh, now, but they have, you know, people think that China is communist China that arose after the Second World War. The Chinese don't think of themselves that way. The Chinese think of themselves as being basically the same people that have ruled China for the last three or four thousand years. Uh, and that communism is just another iteration of the various governments that have ruled China over the years. But it's always been China. And uh, that's the way they think. And uh, so, but the good news there is they've they've not they've not attacked anybody since the time of Genghis Khan, which he wasn't really Chinese; he's Mongolian. But they're they're not an aggressive people. Now, if you attack them, they're they're tenacious, they're fierce, but they are not an aggressive people by nature. They've never demonstrated that in the. In the last two or three thousand years uh they are an industrious people though and they're going to trade they're going to manufacture they're going to have commerce uh and they're going to have a blue water navy they're going to have an air force that's maybe second to none in the world uh but i just don't see any reason that the whoever the leaders of the united states and china are can't, as you put it, Mr. York, get together, realize that we're basically dealing with equal on equal these days, uh, and maybe not even equal. I mean, yeah. and, I mean they, and they've, China, they've got a billion and a half people, and we've got, what is it, 270 million, or is that three, yeah. 370? Yeah. China, 370. China also, yeah. Yeah. China also has an economy that's not quite up to par with ours it's it, it it's, hasn't it's close uh, it's very it's close, close but it's it's and decreasing I, because of the age and their limit on childbirth you remember that now they're up to two children they were for years at one and well, they're just so, like some other asian countries who who have more elders than they have young people and they're having difficulty taking care of those elders well, they've got the, the elders aren't working to uh, contribute to the economy. So China's running into that right now. Also, uh, they've got their societal difficulties like any other. The point is, I mean, they got a matter of fact, I mean, I beg to differ, Mr. York. I think the last thing I read that is sometime in the next couple of years, they will overtake us as the world's largest economy. Because, uh, you know, they may have they may be having some temporary setbacks, but the trend is definitely up. Uh, and And that's. That's partially our fault, and part, I mean they're they 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 are an industrious folks. They're, I mean it's it's definitely messy over there uh, as to how they govern, but uh, they they are an industrious folks. And, and again, though, all I'm saying, I agree with you guys that it's a good thing that that the leader of the United States and the leader of China sat down and spoke. Uh, we've got to figure we we've got to figure out how to coexist and. Uh, and the alternative is not so good at all. And, and just just with them having a billion and a half people alone, I mean, we can't match that. I mean, we we don't, you know, uh, and uh, I mean, we can't match that. I mean, we 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 can't do a, a ground war with them. Uh, we just we don't have the numbers to make it happen. Uh, and uh, you know the. What the folks I know of who are in now becoming senior officers in the military, the, my son's age, uh, they they've got the technology that we do. Uh, we we can't out techno them. 
Uh, they're good at it. We're good at it. But it just amounts to both of us just sort of a war of attrition where we just sort of blast away at yeah. each other. Well, that's I'm good. just glad we got somebody with a civil head that yep. can sit down and have a civil conversation well, and try to come up with some things. I, this that is, we got to have a state. You guys keep implying respect. that Biden is doing a better job than Trump did or would have done, and that's simply false. And it's just I, a joke. Yeah, it's a joke. Uh, I mean, nobody. And I think Trump is absolutely right that Russia would not have invaded Ukraine. I think that the Hamas wouldn't have tried pulling the stuff they pulled against Israel had Trump still oh, been president. I, and and yes, the first thing that Trump did when he was inaugurated was invited Xi Jinping to Mar-a-Lago, and they played golf together for two or three days. So yeah, the, there's no Biden's not doing better than Trump, and Trump had a much better. Mind for geopolitical. Uh, 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 what you know, mind? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> he had a much better mind. What for, mind? There's no he, man. And and he wasn't bought. Clearly, have you went to go? Have you gone to sleep on? on clear, the whole clearly, clearly, you, you know, just I, woke up. Huh? I reject what you're saying. And clearly, clearly, Biden has an interest in defending Ukraine that goes way beyond any legitimate american interest and that gets back to who's getting the money and there's a problem there and biden is compromised so that's all i'm going to i mean you guys can flap your gums about that all you want i do agree with you that it's good that the leaders of the two countries meet but biden is not doing better than trump did not by a long shot and so that and and trump is committed to getting you know and and again, Mr. York, I'm going to throw you a bone one more time. The the Republicans like to throw, you know, oh, Biden, Biden blew it in Afghanistan. Biden blew it in Afghanistan. Got all these American people killed. I'm just going to I'm just going to tell you what happened. What Trump was trying to do, he the military, you know, it's a it's a cat and mouse game. He was trying to draw down our forces worldwide, including Afghanistan, but he knew that the uh, our military industrial complex would do everything in their power, which is considerable, to sabotage and ambush him as he did it. They they want those troops in Afghanistan. They want those troops in Syria and Iraq. And they have the power to ambush a sitting president, perhaps even get him removed from office. And so what happened to Biden when he came in is that, and I, I've said over and over, Mr. York, that there's not a doubt in my mind that what happened to Biden is he just said, the, the, the generals came to him, and he said, I want the troops out of Afghanistan. And the generals came to him and said, oh, it's going to be difficult. We can't do it. Why are you shaking your head, Mr. York? Because that decision was already signed. Ms. York, what, what I'm saying, we've had what, this what conversation. Signed, Biden what, had Ms. Mr. York, Mr. York, I'm throwing you a bone here. You have said I that. I don't care what you throw on this, a wrong bone. But you have no said that. But you have said that repeatedly, and it doesn't. What I'm saying, it doesn't make a difference. What happened with Trump? What Biden gave the order to withdraw, and the general said, oh, no, it'll be a disaster, President, it'll be a disaster. And Biden goes, no, go ahead and get out. And the what general said, and, the gen and let me tell you, Mr. York, the general said, okay, we're going to show you what getting out looks like. And they no, intentionally made it a disaster. That's they, not the case. They, Trump had already signed an agreement and timetable with the Taliban. Mr. Uh, York, 
and, and Biden had to abide by that agreement to reduce any additional conflict or loss of lives by America. Ms. York, first of all, that's... somebody put a bomb in the mix, and that happened. First of all, that's just legally wrong, Ms. York. Uh, by the time the pullout occurred... Trump was no longer commander-in-chief. Biden but he was. he signed the agreement already. The, the commander-in-chief can do what the commander-in-chief wants to do. And they don't, not they're the not, case. yes, they can. Yes, it is. Yes, That's it is. That's not the case. The commander-in-chief gave the order to withdraw, and the military goes, we don't want to. It'll be a disaster. And Biden says, withdraw. And they said, okay, big boy, we're going to show you what that looks like. And they set him up. And uh, that's how no, dangerous. That's not the case either. That, that's, well, why that's are you defending? The then why are you defending the military industrial complex? I'm defending complex? the truth, and you're putting some stuff in it that doesn't even exist. Why it's are you defending mind. the military industrial complex? I'm I'm Seth, defending you, what, do you the defend real the story of what happened. I, I, listen, what, why I, is Seth, Seth? Do you defend the military industrial complex? No, no, I, I don't. I don't think that Hamas um, predicated their move on on who the U.S. president was. I'm mean, going back to what you said earlier, but I think, I mean, I'm happy we're out of Afghanistan. It was it wasn't a smooth exit out of Afghanistan. I wouldn't have expected it to be a smooth exit out of such a disaster of the last um, twenty. Some odd no, years. No, I mean, so, I sort of. So I'm, 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 I'm happy we got out. I'm glad somebody, and if tr- Trump signed, you know, signed the deal to get out, good. And Biden got us out, good. It, what was it? A clean exit? No. Um, what, what I liked it to be, you know, cleaner and safer for all the Americans and and folks involved, of course. But I'm happy we're out of it, and I, I think that's my big takeaway from it. I'm not going to focus on the um, uh, on everything that went wrong with the plan because i never would have thought that the plan would have been seamless anyway i mean we're getting out of a disaster it wasn't going to be a clean cut thing but we're out of it and we needed to get out of it and i'm glad we're out of it i think i'm pretty much with you seth and that's i mean this is the only place we've left in the last 80 years you know so it was never going to be a clean exit i mean never unfortunately it's the only place we've left in the last 80 years can't we leave some more all right let's take a break and come back This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Alert, alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. I wish I may, I wish I might, have the wish I wish tonight. Hello, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. We want to make all your wishes come true. Ladies, let's face it, sometimes we need to give a little help to our loved ones. Tillis Jewelry makes it easy, and Christmas is right around the corner. It's the perfect time to stop by and put your favorite vintage, colored gemstone jewelry, or the all-time favorite, diamond jewelry on your wish list. Then leave the rest to us. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for our latest creations. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Need a little extra cash for the holidays? From now until Christmas, Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical is giving you a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems or receive a $250 gift card with a new tankless water heater. And upgrade now with monthly payments as low as $79. Visit happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. with the view uh, my name is del kennedy and we are right here in downtown columbia at our studios on west 7th street and despite a 90 percent chance of rain forecast the sun is still shining outside our studios i'm dude number three dude number two clayton harris you still out there yes sir sitting in traffic in nashville currently so uh, oh, yeah good morning everybody i'm glad you're there and i'm not uh dude number one mr jim york Good morning, Del. Look, uh, Mayor Bill White send you greetings from the, the the metropolis city of Mount Pleasant. 
I, I was down there Tuesday to a work session because a friend of mine was applying for the city manager job down there. Well, Mayor said, Bill White's tell a, you hello. Mayor Bill White's a good one, and uh, he's an old friend since the time we were in school together, and uh, he's a great guy. I, I never quite saw him as a mayor, but uh, I guess, you know, when you're 15 or 16, <laughs> that's hard to ascertain. But uh, yeah. he uh, he's doing a great job down there, and Mount Pleasant is such a great place. And Yeah, they, they're growing and booming. The other thing is that uh, the election commission uh, selected uh, another AE, AOE administration of, of elections. Oh, y'all have made a hire. Well, let's let's, let's say good morning to Seth Campbell first. Uh, yeah. Okay. Good morning, Seth. Hey, good morning, everybody. I'm curious about about how that all worked out, Mr. York. I I didn't think, you know, I, I know you guys had a lot of applicants. I've been kind of following it. Um, that's an important position, you know. So, how did it work out? Yeah, the vote was three to two. Of course, uh, for the for the young man, um, as as an applicant, most people don't have any experience whatsoever, you know, because it's something you have to learn on the job. It's not something that there there's training available, but it takes. Well, Brandy takes had a year, experience. Couple of years, huh? Uh, Brandy had experience. Yeah, but Brandy decided she didn't want to do it anymore. So and the and the deputy also didn't want the job. She said it was a little bit too stressful for her. Okay, so you make can you tell us who the hire is or? Yeah, Christopher McKinley. And, and is he from here or elsewhere? What, what I think he grew up here, left here, and came back or something like that. Uh, but the vote was three to two. Was that a partisan or vote? His, yeah. Mm. Um, um, I'm not sure. I mean, there's three Republicans, two Democrats on it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I know the makeup, and and yeah. uh, I'm I'm sort of like Seth. I, I I would feel better if it had been not a partisan vote. Yeah, yeah that, well, it should have been. You know, ideally a nonpartisan vote, somebody we could all get yeah, along it should have with. Been. Um, but. But I, I I understand the the dynamics there. I think every you know administrator throughout Tennessee is pretty much a, a a partisan at this point, just the way it's set up. Well, we don't want our administrator to be partisan. We want our administrator to uh, to you know count the votes fairly for both sides. Absolutely, and I, I only have great things to say about the last two administrators. No, we've um, they, the, were, they were excellent. They treated everybody with a lot of respect and dignity. You could go in there with any question, and both. Um, the last one, Brandy, Cothran, and uh, Todd Baxter before her were just great to deal with. I never had a problem with them. Um, and I hope this this uh, new hire uh, has that same same ex- – we have that same experience. Yeah, I hope so too, Seth. And we've been blessed, I think, the last mm-hmm. – in my adult lifetime in Murray County to have uh, very well-run elections that nobody questions or has any problems with, you know. Uh that's uh, sometime, sometime when there are no problems, you f- forget that that's a good thing. You know? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah uh, absolutely. Uh, that's uh, so. I hope we can continue in that vein. And, and uh, my whole mantra is stay out of the news. Stay <laughs> out of the news. That's a, that's a good uh, one to have. In the news, in the news, you're not doing such a good job. Hey, are we yeah. switching to paper ballots, Mister York? Yeah, we've we've committed to paper ballots. That's state law now, right? No, it's not necessarily state law. It's based upon each county. Oh, it's still county option. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Williamson not... County still has touchscreen. 
yeah i i mean i think marshall county does too yeah you know on a, and again though you know, a lot go ahead well i know a lot of people have been for paper ballots thinking that that's a more secure system i i I mean, we we saw problems across the country, both with machines and paper ballots. Uh, so I don't really view either one of them as more secure than the other. Uh, you get and anyway. I mean that that's another discussion. But but I'm glad y'all got a hire, and I hope that uh, and and I could ask some questions here as to you know, okay, why did the two Democrats yeah. vote vote against this? What's the person's name again? Christopher McKinley. Christopher McKinley. 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 But I I don't think that's productive at this point. The hire's been made, and I think all of us need to let the expectation be to this McKinley, Mr. McKinley, that we expect, you know, Democrats and Republicans to be counted fairly uh, and accurately. And so uh, the quicker we can get away from any, uh, you know, partisan aspect to it, the better. Absolutely. Uh, Seth, you write about this week that uh, uh, you would like that you say you're, you're right about basically about trying to get civility back into politics in Main Street, Murray, uh, last Wednesday's edition. Uh, you say there's undoubtedly a certain tension out there among certain groups of people. From my perspective, this is Seth speaking. From my perspective, as a Democrat in a ruby red area, I can personally attest to the hostile fashion which I've been approached during past experiences. I've been screamed at, cursed at, and given certain gestures while doing nothing besides supporting my preferred candidate. And my aim in detailing this experience experience isn't to draw pity or anything similar to that, but to challenge people be better and seth you know i've had people send me texts. oh yeah i've seen it you showed me a couple of them there texts and emails yeah. of the sexual acts like you know yeah. wish to be performed by wife and you know stuff like that it's terrible just terrible stuff yeah, yeah. And, and i go on to detail that i'm sure republicans in those in those um in those um democratic bastions um also experience a, a lot of what you know that we experience here but there's really no need for it. I, I put out a column similar to this every once in a while just because i think it's a really important topic and if you look in the news just last week we had a republican senator try to fight a witness we had the former speaker. That of the might have been fun. Well, it could could have been, but we we had the former Repu- the former Republican been a speaker. Surprise too. Had the former Republican speaker <laughs> the, elbowed the, Burchett in the back yeah, what, while he was interviewing. I mean, the, we just come on. One of them was a a, a, a professional fighter, though, right? Well, the, the team. Yeah, the Republican was. Oh, oh, Mullen, but, but, Senator Mullen. But, it, but the Teamsters are pretty tough guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that's probably been a fundraiser. Right yeah, we, we have to step back from that, though. I need. I think you guys mentioned last week. Well, that, there's a history of that, but th- there, there's not a history of that in our recent history. No, you're, you're talking pre, like even the the discovery of germ theory when that was <laughs> when when that was happening in the United States pre civil war um when Sumner was caned in the um in congress uh, so it's not it's something we got away from over 100, 150 years ago something we got away from and i hate that we're going back to it like i ch- i mean just I told somebody last election cycle, I said, it was all my, basically all my friends are are conservative Republicans. I said, just go stand out there with a Biden sign. See what happens to you. 
Just, just, well, just, just go, go see the experience that, that you're going to go through and, and, and tell me if that's right in this country. It's just not right. I mean, if you want to come up and talk, I mean, I have great conversations with, with Republicans, but if you're going to go by and shoot me the bird or if you're going to try to light a Biden side on fire, I mean, get out of here. I mean, you're just, I mean, that's, that's communist that's behavior. That's so juvenile, no, Seth. It's you know, so it's elementary. It's fascist or you know, try behavior. To, try to put either Seth or myself on these nationwide websites where we get all sorts of calls nasty grams from looney tunes on yeah. both sides it, it, it is both like I, and i i imagine republicans experience that if you're no you're in downtown seattle and you're a republican you probably experience something similar well, i mean i experienced i experienced it right here in ruby red you know tennessee i mean it's uh uh most of the looney tunes sending me the you know what the sex- i think a lot of those calls i think they were coming out of california you had a lot of listeners in I, california I I, there for a, while. a lot of them were coming from california yeah, yeah, i mean it's just i mean it's but you conclude here that uh uh, this is an attempt to sing cumbia and string love bees together, but I do believe we can all get along while holding different opinions. We can support one another all while holding different viewpoints. We cannot allow political differences to drive a wedge between us. At the end of each day, we're Americans, and this should continue to bond us together. I, I mean, Seth, I couldn't agree with that more. I think I'll say this, though. I mean, my my default position always has been you know there's got to be some common ground let's keep talking till we find it uh and one of my sincere hopes for this show uh when we started it what maybe about two three years ago now was that we could have these discussions where you know we would find common ground it just it just really hasn't happened. Uh, well, you do a good job cultivating that. You really do. And I mean, that's why I'm here, because you, you open it up and you let people with different viewpoints and you, you kind of let it play out on the field here. And that's that that's what needs to happen. Well, that's my goal. But I've been disappointed. I've been disappointed. We got common ground, but it's not on politics. We have common ground on a lot of things in other areas, but the political sphere is different. Well, I, I, I will say this, that the place where I see Seth's vision happening is is right here in, in Columbia, Murray County. Uh, we we do seem to be able to uh, work out our differences. Now, that, you know, Mr. Seth and Mr. York, y'all could say, well, you know, no, Republicans I, control two-thirds of the votes. Well, so, I agree. Yeah. I, agree <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you get to do whatever you want to do. So, I mean. But, well, no, I, I agree with Seth's you. what Seth's talking about is the volatility when you express a different point of view. That should not be part of your expression to hit somebody or burn a sign or kick somebody or curse somebody out. Listen to what the person has to say. And if you disagree, you state your disagreement. Doesn't have to be any harm involved in it. I agree with Seth. Yeah, well, and, and, and in Columbia and Murray County, Democrats and Republicans seem to me to be able to work together for the common good. It's like Seth's describing. And I, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that, Delk. I mean, any time since I've been here, and I'm, I'm, I'm a Democrat, I've, I've lived here my whole life, basically, I Anytime I need to reach out to a Republican official, I talked to Mayor Butt last week and she, I mean, we went over a problem together and she discussed it with me and we came to a common ground and common understanding on it. Um, and I, you know, I would, she's not someone I would have vote, vote for, you know, I mean, we, we've campaigned against each other. We've done all that, but she's 
always been open to listening and helping out. And so there is that culture in the um, and representative Sapiki, the same thing. If I need something, you know, I, I, he he helps me out. So it, we do have that here. Well, and, and the um, school board that Miss York's on, now they had a di- they've had differences, but I see no signs that they're not going to continue to work together for the for the common good. Yeah, so, and th- there are some people in this community though that I mean, we were talking about the li- the library issue before the show. I mean, there's some people in this community who have no interest in working with people that don't think like them, and, and they they shut people off and they ridicule them. And I'm not a fan of those folks being in our. Um, well, in elected that's, positions. That's, but, that's but a whole different subject. We, and vehemently, I, we vehemently disagree in, in the political arena on a lot of things. Some things we agree on. But I have never threatened to come bust your head till a white meat show. You know, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. When people start doing that stuff, that's ridiculous. Damn. That's elementary as well, child. When lo- locally, we are. When they can't communicate effectively and result to violence, that means you are not learned. You don't have an education to be able to resolve conflict. Conflict is inevitable. Everybody's going to have conflict. It's what you do as a result of conflict. Well, locally, we are truly blessed. And and so sometimes I'm reticent to even get into these partisan conversations because what happens here locally, I think, is totally different than what we see on a national level and even on a state level. but now I'm going to throw a bombshell on y'all that we can continue tomorrow. I, I, I think that uh, nationally uh, we crossed a Rubicon uh, when uh, the Biden administration indicted its opponent in an upcoming election. And I'm not sure that there's going to be a buy-in. Uh, you know, you can shake your heads and you, you can say mm, all you want, but – uh, will will we uh, who feel victimized by that work together with uh, Democrats to govern uh, again? I sort of doubt it. We, we felt victimized for question, four years in the way the former president handled himself, and and you know I'm I'm willing to work with Republicans. That's where fine. We can. Take it take it out at the it, ballot box if you yeah, do it fairly. Yeah, oh, when a criminal look, he's a criminal. When a criminal look commits an act, do you feel sorry and have empathy for that criminal? See, this is civil war. No, talk. I'm, I'm just giving. Ms. I'm just York, giving you an example. Mr. York, you're just saying you bring it. Any, you're you saying don't have any criminal. You're saying I don't care what you're just saying. Indicted. You're just saying bring it. That's all you're he saying. Try to subvert the vote in Georgia. Knowingly subverted the vote. I see y'all are just saying bring it. You I can't subvert it. democracy. Well, I mean, I I don't mind taking that up at the ballot box. Then. Well, it's that, illegal, but, but not in it's the illegal. courts. No, it's you can't you can't find. Vote.